Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today, we got a rapper I'm a very big fan of. OMB PZ is in the building. How you feeling, my guy? Gang, I'm feeling good. I ain't gonna lie. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm living life, dog. Yeah? Hey, yeah, yeah. A lot of people expect you to be uh, moving around stressed out. I'm glad to see that's not the case. Yeah, nah. I'm the type of nigga that don't let nothing stress me out. Mm. Feel me? I'm smile through anything, you feel me? Right. That's an important part of being a rapper. You got to just have shit hanging over your head and you just keep on going, right? Yeah, type <laughs> shit. And then, like, if you let shit fuck you up, like, and then you just go around and then you, like, go throughout every day, like, feeling down and thinking negative and shit. Like, more negative shit going to come, you feel That's one thing I get from a lot of the rappers that I'm around is I will see a rapper with the craziest shit hanging over their head or it'll be all in the news that he did this, this, and this. And they're just out here just still having a good time. And that's very motivational to me because I feel like if I had a shoplifting case hanging over my head, I'd be out here sweating and twitching <laughs> and nervous as fuck. I mean, but that doesn't do you any favors, right? It ain't going to do you no better, like, you feel me? Crying about this shit ain't going to help at all, you feel me? So I'd be like, fuck it, though. I'm a fucking type of nigga. Mm. I'd be like, fuck it. It is what it is. Be a rapper, you gotta look on the bright side. Yeah, know what I'm saying? Like it could be a lot worse for me. Know what I'm saying? I could be going through this shit and, and not have no money coming in, like mm. and like I'm talking about, like really not have no money, like no plans to get no money or nothing. Like still trying to find somebody to rob or something. You feel me? <laughs> that's, that, something. that's your last uh, last dis- last option, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I mean, we got a bunch of employees here who honestly would be pretty good to rob. I think that like, some, some of these people here. <laughs> Don't say that, man. You know, there's a lot of jet boys and shit who be watching your shit, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm on, yeah. not like really profitable to rob, but I just feel like they would hand the shit over. Though, like, Yuri would just hand it over, but he I'm got saying, like 20 bucks to his name. But there's niggas out here who like rob for nothing. Like, I'm talking mm. about, I ain't got no food to eat. You feel me? I'm talking about, gonna take that shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just because you're gonna give it to him. You feel me? Watch yeah. out, Yuri. Um, <laughs> let's talk about your uh, your younger days uh, growing up in Sacramento and shit. We, we interviewed a lot of different rappers from Sacramento recently, but I feel like you are on a very different wave, uh, music style-wise and everything. Yeah. I'm from Mobile. I'm from Mobile, Alabama. Oh, originally? So, yeah, that's where I'm from. Until what age? See, I had moved to my first time in California. I was 12. Oh, okay, 12. So you, yeah. you did most of your growing up out there. Yeah. So got down... And then, like, I ain't never, like, like, you know how some people move somewhere else and then they'll start, like, like okay, like, I'm from over here. Like, no, I was always on some shit. I'm from my practice. I'm from Orange Grove practice. I'm from Mobile, Alabama. You feel me? So, and then, like, ain't nobody moved to California but my mama. 
Mm. So all my cousins and shit, you feel me? Stealing all my cousins, auntie, uncle stealing my bill, you feel me? So when I get on the phone talking to my people, they ain't got down, they out the way, you feel me? Uh, ain't nobody out here with me but my brother now. I stayed in uh, Pensacola, Florida for a little while. Pensacola, they're like 30 minutes from so from. close, but there's the fucking time difference right there. So if you drive over the state border, yeah, all of a sudden the time change is confusing bro. as fuck. Your, your time good. will be changing multiple times throughout your day. How long you was in Pensacola? I only stayed there for like a couple of years. I was back in maybe like 2004, What you was out there for? Riding bikes. Oh, shit. Yeah. But we went to Mobile a few times. Um, what, what are your memories of growing up there and like what it was like? Shit, I ain't gonna lie. Like, you know, you, you only know what you see. You feel mm. me? Like, you only know what you see. So I had a good, like, it was good for real for the most part. You feel me? But I ain't had shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't had nothing. You feel me? Mm. You know what I'm saying? I used to stay with my grandma and shit. RIP my grandma. Met Lord. I used to stay with my grandma. She on, on the north side of town. Orange Grove. The bottom and the camp and shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But when you look back at what your life was like when you were 12, it's kind of crazy to think about how much you didn't know what the fuck was going on at that Man, age, right? Bro, I be looking, I be looking back at some of the shit and be thinking like, but how the fuck I survived that shit? Like, like how the fuck I like get through that shit? Not like, not like survive that shit, like literally. I'm talking about like, how did I survive that shit mentally? You feel me? Like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a full functioning grown man now, like, you feel me? I ain't got no mental problems, no nothing, you feel me? Like, mm. like I don't. But did you see crazy shit out there? Like, do you have memories of seeing yeah. some wild ass, terrible things yeah, going down? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I ain't, I ain't had no one near close to no normal childhood, but I ain't know mm. until I was like, until I got to California and I was like, like five years into being in California, you feel me? And then you start to really realize like, damn, all the shit I saw growing up, yeah. It's different than what I'm seeing out here. But okay, give me an example of uh, the types of shit you'd seen in Mobile that blew your mind. Yeah, like, I was, I was like, shit, 10 or, nah, I don't even want to say, I think nine or some shit like that. Like around the age of eight, nine, 10. You feel me? My, my white boy partner Joe killed himself in front of, you feel me? In front of me and my brother Iceberg, you feel me? In um, outside by, or in no, the house? Not, in the house, by mistake, you feel me? By mistake. Um, geez, I'm in a, I'm in the living room playing rock band on the uh on the TV, you feel me? Like, you know the rock band guy? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the living room playing the rock band guy. He behind me. My brother, uh, my brother behind me. His girl sitting on the couch, you feel me? So goddamn, you feel me? He he's 16, you feel me? His name Joe. And he he got a uh, I ain't gonna lie down now, it's different, you feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? You know about the saw, it's Everybody different. Got guns. Everybody got guns. He no got a cares. um, he got a uh, uh a shotgun, you feel me? I don't really remember what type of shotgun it was, but I know it was long though, you feel me? Uh. Boom. So goddamn, he playing with it and shit. He always used to be playing with it, you feel me? Like, I, I remember he had killed a snake with it, you feel me? Like, a couple days back, we were walking through the uh, through the trees and shit. It's like a little, it's, we were walking through the woods and shit, you feel me? We were staying in the Grand Bay. So goddamn, nigga, like, he, he I ain't gonna lie, I'm good. I kid you not, nigga, on my little boy, nigga, on my grandma grave, you feel me? He, Put the uh, he that motherfucker long as fuck. So that motherfucker like right here, and he put his toe. He pulled the trigger with his toe, but before he pulled the trigger, he like he like, I bet you that motherfucker ain't gonna go off. Like I bet you ain't one in here. You feel me? Boom, that motherfucker go off. You feel me? Jeez. But yeah. I ain't really paying no attention. You feel me? Like I it was on the corner of my eye. I'm playing the game. You feel me? My brother really seen the shit. You feel me? Iceberg really seen the shit. Like and his girlfriend like piece of meat slapped on her face. All type of shit. You feel me? Boom. So goddamn. 
I'm playing the game. I just hear boom. I look over. You feel me? He's not already feeling shit. You feel me? Me and my brother ran out the house, ran home. And was it like the craziest looking scene you could ever imagine? I'm picturing like blood all over the wall. And I ain't gonna lie though. I ain't even gonna sit here and lie like I was just scanning the room. You feel me? Like when I heard boom, and I like, you know what I'm saying? I ran the fuck up out of there. I ain't just look at what on that shit. I got the fuck on. Right, because are you immediately thinking like, I don't want to be here when the cops come? No, I'm a little boy. Like, I ain't even think about no police. You feel me? I'm thinking like, this you feel me? Like, fucked. dead about it. You feel me? Like, <laughs> oh, God. Like, I ain't even think about no police. Like, Holy you know shit. Know what I'm saying? I just, you know what I'm saying? Damn. So when you look back at that, though, do you see that as being like a moment that, you know, I, I feel like a lot of kids who, who grow up in these crazy-ass areas and stuff, they go through very serious trauma, and they don't really regard it that way. Like, you you probably, like, did you go to sleep that night, or, or were you walk around the next day thinking about how fucked up what you just saw was? Or did you just kind of be like, well, I ain't gonna keep it shit. moving? That shit got done. I ain't really, I ain't really know how serious that shit was. Cause I was really like a baby. You feel me? Like I ain't really know how serious that shit was for real. Uh-huh. Like until I got older, and, and I'm telling people the story, and they like, like what the fuck? You feel me? Right. And then it started done, and I'm like, damn, well, like, uh-huh. that shit crazy. You feel me? Wow. Were the cops uh, making a big deal about it, trying to talk to you and shit? Hell nah. That's the crazy part. The police ain't say nothing to us. Oh my money. You feel me? You don't remember it being in the news and shit? Yeah, it was in the news. It was in the news and shit. Wow. I mean, there's a lot of places where if a, a kid kills himself in a high school, like the whole high school got to go to, you know, therapy sessions this, this and shit like a, to get over it. It's like a, I ain't gonna lie, it was, it was different though. This ain't, it was like a little ass town. Like we staying in Grand Bay. This is like a small city outside of Mobile, you feel me? Mm. Oh, jeez. Definitely. So, okay, when you found out that you were going to move to SAC, uh, what was your reaction? How did you feel about that as a kid? Well, at that time, I was staying with my dad. I was 12. At that time, I was staying with my dad and shit. Goddamn. I'm like, shit, yeah, yeah. My mama had called our phone. We staying with uh, my dad at work. You feel me? My mama called our phone. Like, my mama had went to jail, so when she had got out of jail, she like, uh, she called her. She like, y'all want to go to California? She had already been before. You feel me? And were you thinking of California as this crazy great place with girls roller skating on the beach Man, and shit. Man, fuck it. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> that. I swear to God, exactly that. You feel me? Oh, right. geez, like, I'm thinking it's like no racism. You feel me? Like, oh, God, I'm thinking it's down there like a perfect place. You feel me? Oh, geez. Sacramento a little different. A little different. <laughs> it's, oh, not, it's not quite Santa Monica. A little different. Then it was like, I always had the mind stay like shit. I'm not from my house, so I can do the fuck I want and go right back to where I came from. Shit. Right. Sorry about that. We got a little fly issue right now. I don't know where these things are coming from. I ain't tripping off no flies. I'm from the project, man. You <laughs> ain't got to apologize for this. Yeah, shit. I like that attitude. Uh, we need that attitude or not the Black China attitude of she didn't even want to go in the bathroom in there. <laughs> that was a little too dirty. I don't know. Hell no, man. But okay, so why, why did you? Why was your mom in prison and why did she want to move to? Oh no, she didn't go to prison. She was just in jail. I don't know. I still don't know to this day why the fuck she was in jail for. Oh god. Interesting. But do you know why she wanted to move to SAC? Was it like a job Cause opportunity? Because it was like, it's like, in SAC, I don't know if you know, but like in California, it's like more, like, it's like more like help. Yeah. Like from the, go- it's more government assistance, should I say, you feel me? Like mm. with pregnant women, like they give them, uh, what is it called, um, GA or some shit like that. It, like they get like homeless people, like they'll take them out of the street, you feel me? Like they got a shelter program to work. You stay in the shelter for a certain amount of time, they'll help you get an apartment. You feel uh, me? Like, okay. they got shit like that. Like, Mobile don't got that type of shit. You feel me? So, 
Like, you know what I'm saying? They help people with kids. Like, they help single women, they help single women with kids and shit like that. Right. You feel me? So in Mobile, we had went to a shelter before the Penelope House, but it was like a um, they had the same type of program, but they, it was way more difficult. You feel me? Like it was way more difficult. You feel me? So it in, in Sacramento it is way easier. You feel me? Like they really helping everybody for real, for real. So yeah. that really what you want. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how different Sacramento is from uh, the rest of California. Even for real, I'm thinking the whole California like that. But my buddy was just telling me that in Sacramento it's super easy to get get a concealed carry permit for your gun, for which is not the case at all in L.A. In L.A. you basically got to be doing something where you're dealing with large amounts of money and shit. And he's telling me that it's super easy to to get a, a concealed carry permit out there just because the cops know that there's so much bullshit going on that they're fucking happy to to put people in that position. But I don't know. I'm sure you don't know anything about firearms. Or I ain't gonna lie though. It, I feel like, I feel like when there's more guns, I feel like when there's more guns in the city or whatever city it is, I feel like it's it's gonna be less crime. Mm. You feel me? I feel like if everybody gun, got a gun, it's gonna be less crime. Cause if I walk in a room and I don't know, it might be one motherfucker in this motherfucker with a gun. You feel me? Like. Mm. Man, shit, I slap this nigga right here. He ain't got no gun. You feel me? I do this. Like, this is how people be thinking. Like, mm. but if everybody got a gun, this motherfucker nigga know nine times out of ten, it's gonna be a shootout. You feel me? Like, you might die or you might have to kill somebody. And a lot of people ain't ready for that shit. You, you have me? a much better reason to avoid any kind of violence you when you know that it's gonna be taken to yeah, that next it's level gonna be, immediately. Yeah, it's gonna be right out. You feel me? It's gonna be up. You feel me? Yeah. So, I feel like when. Like the guns, like when it's strict as fuck, like and then niggas be feeling like they the only ones with a gun. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like when you know, like everybody can't get no gun. You feel me? You just had to pay shit fifteen hundred for your Glock. You feel me? Like shit. You know, man, that group of niggas it might be just be two guns over there. You feel me? Like right. But shit in the south, niggas gonna be thirty guns in that little clique. You feel me? Definitely. So it's gonna be it's more respect. Like niggas walk in the store, excuse me, bro. You feel me? Right, like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like the idea of having a society where there is no guns is a nice idea. But the reality is, is that if they were, let's say they were able to get rid of all the guns right now. Well, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you're in a position where the only people with guns are going to be the people who really, really go out of their way to, to get a gun, steal a gun, etc. And then it. all the normal people are going to not be able to defend themselves. Only the criminals are going to have straps. Because yeah, I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie because I'm considered a criminal. You feel me? Due to the fact that I've been in jail most of the times and shit like that, I, I hate it, but it's just the statistics, you feel me? So, I ain't gonna lie, criminals gonna goddamn, motherfuckers gonna find a way to get guns, you feel me? Like, that shit ain't gonna never stop, you feel me? Yeah. So, I feel like they might, especially rappers who, feelings who have become rappers, you feel me? We got this shit on paper that we getting X amount of money for shows and X amount of money mm-hmm. for labor deals, you feel me? I feel like it should be a way that we can get a concealed weapon license, you feel me? On God, it feel like, they really just like, shit, fuck what you doing now, you feel me? Like, they putting what we did when we was kids on our back, you feel me? We can't mm. even protect ourselves, you feel me? Like, real talk. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, for, for a rapper to be moving around like that, they're basically putting you in a situation where you either have to do something illegal by carrying a gun, or you are going to get your chain snatched, wallet took, et cetera, et cetera, because you're not going to be in a position. Or you, you could hire me? security that's way too expensive for even most rappers. Yeah, a lot and, of rappers can't you know, pay for that shit. And that's super, and a rapper got more money than normal people, but a lot of normal people obviously don't have that kind of money for security or nothing. I mean, it's just it, like a, they, they, they make the situation so that rappers basically have to go to jail just to exist or have to get really lucky and not get pulled over with a burner. 
Exactly, fool. That's mm -hmm. why that's why you see so many rebels and shit going to jail and shit. Mm -hmm. And then it don't even be a nigga can't pay for security. It'd be like like a lot of niggas ain't comfortable around security. Like a lot of niggas ain't comfortable around regular people. Like you feel me? They don't want nobody following them or being that close up on them all day. Like ain't even about I don't want security because that's pussy shit. It's about a nigga being like, like I don't know. Sometimes I be getting uncomfortable. You feel me? But sometimes mm -hmm. I be like doing security and shit. You feel me? But like I just feel like that's why a lot of niggas go to jail. You feel me? Because we gotta protect ourselves, you feel me? Mm -hmm. Like real talk, we got to. It's like a lose lose situation. We gotta protect ourselves. It like, and then a lot of niggas rather get caught with it than without it. You feel me? Like, cause if you get caught without it, your ass can die. You feel mm -hmm. me? And everybody will be posting you up on Instagram talking, talking about, about he was rapping all that gangster shit. Woo do now he did. Woo do you know how they be doing? They gonna crucify a nigga in them comments. You feel me? Oh good. Crazy. Everything. So yeah, I was just interviewing a ESTG. And he was talking about how growing up in uh, Louisville, Kentucky, that it was, you know, everybody can just have a gun. So every in his neighborhood, he's talking about how everybody just walking around with it on them. Yeah. And it is just such a different vibe. Whereas if I was walking around down here and I saw somebody with a fucking AR walking around, I would, oh, I'm going to run back in here, lock the doors. <laughs> you feel That'd be crazy. They going to got down called the, huh? the marshals going to come out. They yeah. going to block the whole street. They see you walking down the street with an AR. But was that your experience growing up that it wasn't that out of the ordinary to see somebody just walking around with a big old gun out? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, like MOB, everybody got them bitches. A bitch is a shoot your house up. A, a girl is shoot your house up. For real? You've had that happen? Huh? Yeah, nah, ain't no girl shoot <laughs> house You up. were out of there, bro. What's they was going over here playing with that shit, man? I'm over here playing on to That is one thing that I've noticed interviewing rappers like Rio, the young OG, was telling me, like, in Detroit or in Flint, rather, uh, It'll go down like a girl will really stab you in the in your sleep for or, or shoot you like like they're really yeah. they're walking around worried that a girl's gonna commit a horrible act upon them with a weapon, which is not really something that I've ever had to think about my uh, whole life. Shit, you start thinking about that shit. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, cause like a girl is dangerous. A, a woman is a dangerous motherfucker when they mad. Like they can go to. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, they do crazy shit. But I ain't never had no girl put her hands on me. Do no gun shit like that. Really? You feel me? Cause, and I don't, I ain't gonna lie, I don't even be arguing though. Mm. I don't argue or nothing. You feel me? Like, but back in the days, I used to be arguing and shit. And they used to try to say shit that's gonna hurt a nigga. Like, <laughs> and they used to be showing me, like, oh yeah, a girl, like, they gonna try to hurt your feelings. You feel me? Mm. So you, you've avoided that. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why me and my girl have worked out, is because we're good at arguing. We can have an issue, we can have a mature conversation about it. We can move past it. We get get a little emotional, but we don't really like scream at each other. Definitely never hit each other. One time she smashed a bottle of Henny. That was about the worst thing she did. Man, I'm not arguing. Soon we can have a grown up conversation about it, but as soon as you get to raising your voice and shit, because I, I be talking like this. You feel me? As soon as you get to, yeah, 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 nah, that shit, oh yeah, I'm gonna start laughing at you. Mm -hmm. And now you're gonna be calling me childish and shit. You feel me? And I'm finna get the plan. You feel me? Like, I'm good. Real you gonna time. make it worse? I'm gonna make it way worse. <laughs> now I'm finna make you way madder than what you getting. Or I'm just gonna stare at you like you're stupid. Right. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't be inviting all that. You're, you're gonna have enough trouble in your life dealing with dudes who wanna fuck with you and, yeah, and test you. I'm gonna come home and be arguing with you. Exactly. Bitch. You know. <laughs> You gotta be able to come home and have a, a space of some some solitude and some some nice vibes, you know? Yeah. Okay, so you're you're twelve and you moved to Sacramento. What's your uh initial impression of, of what it's actually like when you realize it's not gonna be girls roller skating on the beach? Oh shit, it like shit. Got um, really it was like 
Cause my mama and them, she used to be trying to keep me out of the house shit. So goddamn, I used to be acting like I'm on a basketball team. You feel me? To get out the house. Man, this in middle school though, you feel me? Mm. Goddamn, I was 14, goddamn. When I turned 14, I told my mama, I'm like, I came in the house, I'm like, mom, I smoke weed. I ain't gonna lie, I be smoking and shit. You feel me? And what I was her reaction? Shit, I ain't gonna lie, my mama, she was always the type, of, my mama cool as fuck, you feel me? Like, long as the nigga keep it real with him. She's great, you feel me? And I, I, I told her, like, I want to tell you that so you don't think a nigga hiding shit from me or nothing, you feel me? Like, straight up. That's good. Yeah, I feel like uh, that's the kind of thing that you would want your kids. But it wasn't, like, even a, a question in your mom's mind that she was going to ground you or get you in trouble for smoking yeah. or nothing? So, goddamn. But, goddamn, I said that to say, shit, it wasn't really, it wasn't really, it was, it was different, but, you know, the same shit going on here was, so once I peeped that, that shit, I was thugging. I mean, there's still tons of violence in Sacramento, but you don't have people moving around with guns out and shit, so it's probably like a little yeah, different. Yeah, it was like, man, they do it different, yeah. but it's still the same shit. So it's like once I peeped that and, and I and I seen how, how they do it, you feel me? I started, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was, I was thinking. Move a little different. Okay, so what kind of kids do you end up, do you end up just making friends right away once you go to school, or is it a little awkward no, at no, it wasn't over awkward. Well, it was awkward, kind of like, because I was, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody's already clicked different. up yeah, by that point. Yeah, everybody know each you're other. You're not from here, and you mad country? Yeah, they've been going to school with each other since elementary and shit, you feel mm. me? And I'm from a whole different state. I feel like I'm from a whole different country, you feel mm. me? I swear to God, I feel like I'm from Jamaica or something, you feel me? Because so, <laughs> they keep like, huh, what you say? Like, you feel me? Like, I'm talking a different language, you feel me? So, are, you gonna, are you having to learn how to speak a little bit more, like, less slang and less, yeah, like, of like, a draw? like... I had to learn how to like. I had to learn how to like talk to where they can understand me. You feel me? Mm, I feel it. So, uh, but you end up like forming good friend groups over over the years. Like, mm-hmm. did you end up sort of falling yeah. in? Goddamn, I I started hanging with. See, my 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 group of partners wasn't from Sacramento. You feel me? Like, cause I always like we we had that in common. Like, we wasn't from here. You feel me? So, mm. Like, that's what we had in common. And then it was like seven of us, you feel me? Still like, it's still like, now nah, I don't fuck with two of them bitches, niggas, but it probably like five of us, you feel me? Right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But I still hang with the same niggas though. They were from uh, Richmond. I was from Alabama, you know what I'm saying? We both had moved to a city that we wasn't from, you feel me? So that's what we had in conversation. Right, for sure. Um, were you always thinking about music and rap? Was it, was it always something you were obsessed with? And were you recording or were you rapping early on in your life? Yeah, like, I wrote my first rap when I was, like, eight, you feel me? And then I recorded my first song when I had got to California. My mama had a, uh, she had a boyfriend, you feel me? And he had a studio. He used to be making beats and she had a microphone. So I had one of that motherfucker when I was 12. I had one of that motherfucker and recorded my uh my first uh rap, you feel me? Uh-huh. Did you, uh, who were you listening to that you were inspired by or that you were looking at, like, oh, he's the man? Yeah, like... A lot of niggas like Boosie, uh I was looking at Lil Wayne and them, you feel mm-hmm. me? Juvenile and them, you feel me? You know the whole hot boys, you feel me? Right. I was still on them, you feel me? I fuck with Tupac, you feel me? Uh God damn. I was fucking with Kevin Gates around that time. Mm. Uh it's a lot of niggas. A lot of good it's shit. A lot of niggas. Um, did you start to get interested in any of the Sacramento music and the stuff that was going on locally? Or? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause 
it was intrigued. Like I was intrigued by that shit because it was so different. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I wanted to, I wanted to find out why they liked it so much. You feel me? I wanted to find out why they loved it. You feel mm-hmm. me? So I started listening to uh, my favorite Bay Area, uh, my favorite Bay Area rapper of all time is uh, the Jackal. You feel mm-hmm. me? I love the Jackal. You feel me? Oh, I the Jackal on mm-hmm. G. I fuck with the Jackal. You feel me? It was hard, yeah. But it's it's interesting because like Sacramento kind of has its own world of music, its own sound, its own shit going on. It's yeah. like kind of real different from what you were growing up around. Yeah, I was intrigued by that shit. I'm like, damn, this shit crazy, like a whole little world. Right. And then I peeped that shit early. I'm like, I'm like, shit, I'm down there getting the best of both. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm learning shit that people where I'm from ain't learning. You feel mm-hmm. me? And I already know shit that people out here don't know. You feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So I, I I peeped that shit early. I'm like, yeah, I can use that shit to my advantage. You feel me? Right. Were you uh, getting in trouble all through high school and shit, or were you kind of yeah, keeping yeah. your nose clean? Yeah, yeah, I was, man, I was thugging. What kind of shit? One jail and shit like we used to be, we used to be beating niggas up and taking their iPhones. <laughs> shit, you know what I'm saying? That what I had got caught for. You feel me? Okay. I used to be. I ain't never. Well, yeah, back in the days, I ain't never got caught for no serious shit. You feel me? Like. Right. I ain't never got covered up serious shit. But in high school, like I was, I stayed on probation. Before I just got out of probation, I was on probation for seven years. Yeah. You know what what, what was that case about? That was from the uh that little shit. Uh they had gave him a, a, a strong arm robber with assault. But they had dropped it down to uh felony theft of person with uh, uh misdemeanor battery, you feel me? Okay. So I was on probation with that to start with then. Like back in the day, you feel me? I ain't really had nothing, you feel me? Even when we got to California, you feel me? Like we were living in California, and my mama always made sure we had a roof over our head, over our head. But like shit, I used to be goddamn having to get it out to get it in the way I can. So before I go to school, I used to be stealing my clothes out the uh, store, like right before school, and I changed. You feel me? On my way to school, you feel me? So I had got caught for doing that shit one time. You feel me? Then I had went to uh, juvenile hall for that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And then goddamn, we was on some little kids shit. I was a little boy, probably like 14, 15, you feel me? We had all uh, got down, stole a little golf cart at the uh <laughs> at the apartment complex, you feel me? <laughs> they tried to give us grand theft for that shit, man. What I'm the good, fuck? bro. Oh Jesus, but they dropped it down to uh what the fuck they dropped that shit down to. I would have never thought that stealing a golf cart would be that big a deal, but I guess it makes sense. Damn, I forgot what the fuck they called that shit. Uh-huh. But they tried to give us grand theft for that shit. That was so gay. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, I don't mean gay like, you know what I'm saying? Right, I feel, but when Matter of fact, I take that back. That was so weak. Mm. When you um, when you went to Juvenile Hall, though, did you start to feel like you were really figuring out? Because then you're around all these kids from the same city, but they're, they're like worse than you. They've been in worse trouble than you. They're from all over the city. So you start to really see what's going on in there, right? It's like, it's like goddamn. It's like shit. When I got to Juvenile High, they already knew me, though, you feel me? Like, when I got to Juvenile High, they already knew, like, who I was, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Like I'm saying, like, that's, that's just what I got caught for when I was little, you feel me? So I was already, my name was already ringing bells and shit. So when I got to Juvenile High, they like, oh, yeah, they called me Bama. They like, mm-hmm. that Bama, you feel me? Woo, woo, you feel me? Right. So goddamn Juvenile High was cool, though. That shit like a little, that shit like a little boys camp or something. You feel me? Like, yeah, but all the bad kids in town. Yeah, but all the bad kids in this motherfucker. So it's like, if you ain't no bitch, you having fun. Cause the bitch ass niggas getting beat up and shit like. Right. And getting picked on and shit. But I ain't really like no bully shit. I ain't, 
I, I stopped that shit. I ain't, I don't like no bullshit. Mm, yeah, picking on the weakest guy yeah, or the yeah, group or whatever. Like that's, that's, that's corny. Yeah, I don't like no um, I was in, oh, okay, so at that point though, like when, when did you actually get serious about the music and really start having videos and, and start getting some level of attention from it? When I was about 16, 17. Okay. I had got down. Hey, goddamn, drop my first, first, first video. It's called uh, Skrilla. I did a remix to um, Kodak Black. That was the first Kodak song I ever heard, oh, and that's God. what made me think he was amazing back in the day. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still fuck Kodak. I ain't oh, gonna yeah. lie. But, goddamn, I had remixed that shit. You feel me? That was my first video. Hold on, I'm finna show you. I want you to see how it look. Oh, my God, this oh, is great. God. Is it still on YouTube and shit? Yeah, it's still on YouTube. How many views you got now? I don't know, I'm finna see. I don't know. I dropped it a minute ago, though. It was, I'm talking about it was before my first song, Lay Down and everything. Uh -huh. Lay Down really what got me, um, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. more, like most of my core fan base know me for type shit. Mm. Yeah, but man, I remember the Skrilla era. People were going crazy for this song. Look at this shit. He got a nice little 200K on it. Whoops. When oh, I yeah. first when I first had dropped them up had like five thousand views. Definitely robbing somebody in like a, a, a field here for this video. <laughs> That's pretty dope. Oh yeah, you were already definitely on some bad kid shit. Look at you guys robbing this fool. Damn, it's crazy this is only four or five years ago. God damn, who who'd you have shoot this video? Like what what's your memory of what was going on in your head before you actually I shot this? I forgot the nigga name though, like back in the like around that time. Around that time, I had already, like, knew who I was, though. I knew exactly who I was going to be. I already knew who, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I know I already, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to step on that. You feel me? So I mean, what it is. Yeah, you got the blicky out. You got all these guys with you with their shirts off. <laughs> you were definitely ready to do something. This, this, is, this is not a kid who had his head necessarily <laughs> screwed on straight at this point in your life, right? I was thinking, though. I ain't going to lie. Oh, dang Okay, when I was interviewing uh, Mac J the other day, he was saying that basically he don't feel like there's ever, like nobody could really be from Sacramento as a rapper and not and be able to fuck with both uh, sides in terms of like you know. To my DMIs, that and you know just like the overall like people were kind of on both sides of that and everything. Like, did, did you ever feel like you had to get drawn into picking a side and all that? They used to be trying to. Mm. Man, hell yeah, yeah, man, they used to be trying to. Man. When you first came out and shit, they're looking at you like, oh, he's popping now. We gotta. We gotta yeah, sign no, him up. No, 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 not even that. You feel? Oh yeah, that too. No, not even that though. For real, not, not even so much that though. You feel me? Like, it was like on some, like boom. Back in the day, like I'm, I'm really talking about like back in the day, cause you know I had to stay out there. You feel me? Like I was really living out there. You feel mm -hmm. me? I'm going to jail out here and everything. You feel me? So the police, like, and then I had this, like when I was younger, when I first. Uh, start growing my dreads. I had this side right here dyed uh, red. You feel me? Just the tips. Mm, you feel me? Okay. So goddamn, it was like just a little patch right here. So every time I go to jail, the police used to always think I was a blood. You feel me? So I'm like, shit, I'm from over here, Alabama. You feel me? I'm like, you know what I'm saying? They used to think I was lying. You feel me? I'm good. So mm. they send me to the side. They send me to the west side. They send me over there where um, where uh, they send people from the south side from 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 the uh, south of Sacramento. You feel me? Mm -hmm. I'm like, shit. So I'll walk up in that motherfucker, they'll be like, boy, you look like one of them niggas, you feel me? Shit, I'm from Mobile, Alabama, you feel me? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
then there'll be it's always somebody in there who know me though. You feel me? I always I don't know. It never fit. You feel so me? you never yeah. really got pressed on some like total yeah. stranger shit. Yeah. yeah, it's always somebody who know me. Like they'd be like, no, that nigga ain't lying. You feel me? Like mm. that nigga. Ooh, ooh, feel me? Definitely. So boy, I'd be like, bam. You feel me? So they call me bam from now on out. You feel me? But you always had that in your head that you wanted to avoid having to really like click up or, or get super political with it and all that? I ain't never had, I ain't never really think, I ain't never really like go throughout the day thinking about this shit like, shit, cause just like I said, I know exactly where I'm from. My family ain't even not this motherfucker, you feel me? Mm. Like, everything I'm doing is with OMB, you feel me? And it's only seven of us, you feel me? Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? My family and my cousins and shit is in Alabama, you feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Straight up. And then around this time, I ain't got enough money to fly to my You feel me? Mm. Straight up. But, I mean, there's a lot of people who, even if they're having success with music, et cetera, as soon as they get a chance to to label themselves as something from the street, et cetera, they just they run at the opportunity because they just, you know, either they want the protection or they want to have people at home know that they're associated with this, this, and this. Uh, niggas, I don't know. That ain't never been me, you feel me? Like, I know God got me, you feel me? Like, mm. You know what I'm saying? And I know everything I go through for a reason, you feel me? He ain't gonna put nothing on me that I can't handle, you feel me? And if I can't handle it, well, I'm gonna die. What I'm gonna do, die, you feel me? Mm. And then, like, from what I didn't seen growing up, I look at death like a baby being born. That shit normal, you feel me? Right. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know, I don't know if I believe in reincarnation yet or not, but I damn kind of believe in that shit, so I feel like I'm gonna come back. And I think I'm gonna be the uh, boss every time I come back to this bitch. You feel me? That was kind of a bar right there, though. I look at death like a baby being born. Real talk, though. That's really how I look at it. You feel me? That shit normal as fuck. You feel me? Like mm. that shit really is life. You feel me? And I learned. I, I'm glad I learned that shit at a young age. You feel me? Because I can live my life without being scared or nothing. You feel me? Like I can really have fun with anything. You feel mm. me? Like I can stand on the edge of a roof if I want to. You feel me? I can goddamn jump in the ocean. You feel me? If I want to, I can go skydive. I went skydiving. You feel me? Like, how's that? Fun as fuck, you feel I'm me? Because I wasn't scared to die, you Oof. feel me? Yeah. Oh, jeez. God damn. No, I mean, I feel like that's a big difference is is a lot of times people will see you and you've, you've lost somebody and then they see you and you're on your Instagram story having a good time a couple of days later and they don't understand that as you get older and if you're from a certain area or you're from a certain atmosphere, this shit is just going to be something you get more and more used to in terms of losing people and it's like you don't, I don't think I ever get used to that though. You don't think like, your brain is sort of like like as far as like losing people, like losing people out low, like right, like because I know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I look at death like a baby being born, it's normal, but it's still on Mr. Fake of them being here with a nigga, like, right, you know what I'm I don't miss him, like, film, like, real shit. So but I don't the, know. the thing is, is like some people will, you know, experience a traumatic death and there'll be months of them not being able to be around anybody or whatever. For, for at a certain well, point, I think you got to keep it moving. I'm still communicate though, because yeah. most of the people I don't know, like, I ain't, I ain't never really seen them cry or nothing, you feel mm. me? Like, so I know they wouldn't want me crying, you feel me? Like, every time I was with them, I was having fun, or we were laughing, joking, playing, and shit. So I ain't, yeah, I don't, I don't really be on no crying shit, but. It be hard. It be hard to keep that shit in, though. For real, when you lose somebody you love. Yeah, I'm always amazed when I'm watching like the dudes from Chicago and shit, and I'm like, oh my god, they they will go through the most craziest traumatic shit, and you will see them back to normal the next day, two days later, and it just reminds you like they seen so much of this that they can't afford to be sad for a week, yeah. or at least publicly yeah. presenting their sadness. You know? Yeah, that real though. For sure. Um. Okay. So when do you feel like you started to really develop your style or you have songs start popping off because i feel like your your style is is you, you you never like really went straight to just rapping 
strictly street shit. It always seemed like you wanted to make real good music. Yeah, like I'm still. I, I feel like I'm, I'm still developing my style for real. Really. Mm-hmm. But I ain't like I know everybody don't know how to dance, but everybody been through something. You feel me? Like, mm. So that's what I be trying to stick to. Like I still be wanting to have fun with it sometimes. Like you know what I'm saying? Like showing I'm having fun with it because this shit is fun. You feel me? Like I do be. I be doing a lot of shit, you feel me? Right. But I still be wanting to stick to what, like, to what I know, you feel me? Like, I know people going through shit, you feel me? Because like, I've been going through shit my whole life, still going through shit, you feel me? Mm, definitely. But do you ever feel like you kind of have to make a certain style of music because your fans expect something from you? And, and uh, what, what do they want from you? They want, like, street shit and pain. They want you to really be telling them all the shit that you've been through. Does it ever feel um, weird? Because you, you go through periods in your life where you're probably really happy and everything's great, right? No, nah, I don't never really like... I don't never really like just feel like I got to talk about something. I just talk about what I go through, you feel me? Like, mm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I be taking the sacrifice and going through shit. What I be going through to help somebody, like, to help somebody get through it, go through it, or not go through it. To help somebody get through it, get over it, or not go through it. You feel me? Like, mm. That's what I feel like I take the sacrifice and go through the shit I go through for. You feel me? So I don't really be tripping about the shit that be coming. You feel me? Because a lot of shit do be coming. You feel me? It be good sometimes, but it be bad sometimes too. Though. Definitely. How how successful did you get before you linked up with E40? I ain't get that. Uh, I, ain't, I, I was I was going up when I. Uh, I was still rising and shit. I okay. just had reached like probably like a couple hundred thousand views, or some shit like that. You feel me? Okay. And but how did he reach out to you? My nigga Ken had uh, introduced me to E Forty. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what was that like? Like, how how did the conversation go, and how did that change things for you after that? That conversation, like he he really was like telling me like he 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 want to uplift the youth, like you know what I'm saying. Like he, you were like, he, I can't, he, I can't do that. I'm like, shit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fuck yeah, I feel it. You know what I'm saying? Cause right. I'm a young nigga. I feel like I got the talent. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I got it. You feel me? And then he was like, shit, I'm gonna put everything behind you. Feel me? You know what I'm saying? Fuck with me. You feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? As soon as I signed, we had flew to uh, New York. You feel me? That's when all uh, 300 had flew us out there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you were just going around doing the, the media rounds and all that? Mm-hmm. No, I, I went out there and did, and did like. I did a few um, label meetings and shit. This before I had signed. Because okay. I had signed a distribution deal through, um, I had signed a distribution deal with 300 through Sick with a record. Okay. Yeah. And you're still with 300 now? Yeah, I'm still with 300. So how how do you feel about them? There's been times where 300 was considered like a super hot label. There's been times where people weren't really talking about 300. How you feel about the job that they've done with your career over the years? Yeah, I love 300. I don't know, I feel like 300 been the same, like they've been the same people the whole time I've been with them. You feel me? Like, I ain't really felt no no uh, no difference. And if it was a difference, it's them going harder for me. You feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I'm good. And it's like, I look at them like a family, like, because I've been fucking with them, like, my whole career, basically, you feel me? Like, as soon as I start going up, shit, I flew to New York, you feel me? And start fucking with them, you feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like some niggas look at labels and they blame the label because, like, they, don't, they feel like a label supposed to do so much for them, but I feel like, I, I really feel like that's true, but you got to give the label something to work with. Like, you can't just sit back and be like, all right. I can't drop no music because the label don't want me to drop no music. Okay, what they doing then? You feel me? You can't look at it like that. Mm. You got to look at it like, all right, she okay. 
the label I ain't doing that right now. Right, I'm finna drop this song. I'm finna drop this song. I'm finna drop this single. I'm right, finna put together this album and then show them the music. You feel me? If they don't like it, then I'm gonna try again. If they like it, then all right, we finna put together a, a, a roll. Like then, like if it go it, like if you drop one of them songs. See this? All right, this is a perfect example. Of me, you feel me? For a long time, it was like. My shit was going like this, you feel me? Mm. And I'm like, shit, I was thinking just how niggas be thinking, you feel me? Like, damn, the label ain't fucking with me like, damn. Niggas ain't fucking with me like, and I'm like, shit, I'm just finna drop, you feel me? I started dropping, boom, because I thought I couldn't drop, you feel me? I started dropping, boom, video, video, video. Then I dropped Big Homie, Big Homie, go up, mm. you feel me? That gave the label something to work with, that get behind it, you feel me? Now we, now we moving, you feel me? And mm. that, that's when it click in my head, like, okay. I gotta work, you feel me? Never stop working, never stop driving. I gotta, you know what I'm saying? You know, I heard you being honest about that in the Vlad interview where you were talking about how you felt like, uh, you know, a lot of people in your life have basically lost faith in you musically at a certain point. And that's something that you never really hear a rapper be honest about is what it must feel like to be doing a couple million views every video and then all of a sudden a year or two go by and you're just seeing the numbers go down and you're starting to question yourself and you're starting to wonder like, is this really going to work out, et cetera? Uh, Obviously, it's like got a happy ending to that story because then you went on to have huge hits mm-hmm. after that. But how would you describe like the way that you were looking in the mirror, thinking about your career and shit at that point when it seemed like things were really not looking great? That shit, I ain't going to lie, that shit got down. It fucked with you mentally like and emotionally, you feel me? Because, you know, shit that you thought was, shit that you thought was like love turned to like business. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, damn, okay, all right, you got to put your head on straight. There's only a couple niggas who really fuck with you, you feel me, really believe in you, you feel me, for real, you feel me, like, through thick and thin, like, you know what I'm saying, like, your day one partners, like, my nigga Ken, like, you feel me, like, like, 300, you feel me, like, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. boom, 300. I just had to get them something to work with, you feel me, they believe in a nigga, like, they paying for shit that they don't even supposed to pay for, it, and I ain't even know, you feel me, like, at the mm-hmm. time, you feel me. I just had to get smart, you feel me, and get my head in the game, you feel me, like, right. you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Um, pedal, uh, going backwards a little bit, when you really first started to have those big songs and shit, like, what, what was that time period like in your life when all of a sudden you're not just a normal guy in your neighborhood anymore? All of a sudden you're the dude who's got millions of views on YouTube. That's got to really change how everybody's looking at you, right? Shit. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess, you feel me? But it feel good, though. I ain't gonna lie, it feel good. Cause, like, I ain't gonna lie, what really feel good to me is, is the kids. When the kids fuck with a nigga, mm. that shit be making a nigga feel good, you feel me? Because like, they can be listening to anybody, and it's a lot of niggas talking about anything. I'm talking about just saying it because of rhyme, you feel mm. me? Like, I ain't trying to put no type of message, no substance, no nothing, you feel me? Like, so they can be listening to anything, so that shit make me feel good when they fucking with me. Yeah, like when a 12-year-old comes up to you showing mad love, there's something about it where you, you feel like they're not trying to be cool. Yeah, they're like not they, trying to get down with you. They genuinely mean They just really shit. actually fuck with it, and that's kind of like, damn, like that's, that's, that's oh, God, extra bro. special in a way, yeah. That shit genuine. Definitely. Um, okay, so do you remember a time, though, where you really started to have to move differently, like when it really occurred to you, like, oh, fuck, I ain't a regular guy anymore. I got to really watch my ass. Yeah, yeah. When I had got locked up and shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? When I had got locked up, I'm like, okay, like, you know what I'm saying? A nigga can, like, your name can get caught up in some bullshit at any time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You got to watch how you move, like, and not even just that. Like, you can, you can, like, 
you gotta watch these bitches you gotta watch everything like that's crazy like because you gotta watch everything around you you feel yeah. me? like everything around you can't miss nothing you feel me? like and you know a motherfucker ain't nothing but a human you feel me like you gonna miss some shit, but like you gotta try to catch everything like you gotta really be on it you feel me? like you gotta be on it mm, definitely was there a certain point when you decided like shit? i guess i shouldn't just be living in a regular ass apartment where i'm a little accessible hell yeah but i wasn't even tripping out the out the safety part you feel me i was tripping like this shit hey i'm like man, i'm a boss man i gotta get the fuck up out <laughs> this motherfucker you feel me like right. oh, shit. that's how that was you feel me because you know yeah how does that feel though like you grew up in the projects i guess or you know not a nice place and then to be able to like upgrade your scenario a lot like how much did that mean to you to be able to hmm? do that to be able to basically like go from living in the projects to living in a, a nice apartment or a house or wherever you transitioned into as you saw the success how did that feel that feel good because it's like a nigga ain't never had nothing and then i'm the type of nigga that they be looking at the uh at the steps it take you feel me like i was thinking like well i'm all the way at the bottom it's gonna take like i gotta get right here to get right here to get right here to get right here to get at the top you feel me so I was like, bro, I got a, I got a long ass way to go. So when I seen them start moving like fast, I'm like, okay, like, mm. I ain't, like, I still got a long way to go, but I ain't at the bottom no more. You feel me? Definitely. You know um, when I was watching that video with you and Young Boy and just E40 having the cameo in there, <laughs> where did you shoot that video and what was what was the vibe like that day? I shot that video in Oakland. Oakland. The vibe was raw. Vibe was raw. I fuck with uh, I fuck with you for a long way for getting in the video for that part. I don't tell right. cause that was like some uh, spell the moment type shit too. It wasn't even playing. You feel me? Like he didn't even have to do that. You feel me? Uh -huh. like, you know what I'm saying? Was it, was that a real trap house or was that like a house you rented out to use as a trap house? That was my partner. Uh, that was my partner grandma house. Oh, for real? Yeah, that was my partner. I see that house. in a few of your videos. I was wondering. I'm like. So is this a house somebody really trapping out of, or is this a house that you you went and got off Airbnb? <laughs> yeah, that was my part of the man. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. And I'm, I'm seeing young boy rapping in that video too. I'm pretty sure he had one of his baby mamas sitting there right next to him too. Yeah, I think I think so. He's got so many; it's really hard to I keep track. I think so. Yeah, that was so long ago. I think that was. Yeah, definitely. Would you would you look at him as somebody who was a, a big influence on your style musically? Should I feel like he? I feel like he showed a nigga that like street artists can sell like can do shows and sell hard tickets, you feel me? Mm. He showed me like we can do that, you feel me? Like, know what I'm saying? That's interesting. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, a lot of rappers don't even ever bother to get into you the hard ticket business. Like people tell me Rick Ross never he'll always perform at clubs and shit, but he never really bothered to do the, the real official shows like yeah. the way that you would think. You feel me? Like you gotta, I feel like, I feel like it's best, like, you gotta wanna fill up them all them venues, you feel me? Like, mm. I don't wanna say fuck a club, cause there's money, you feel me? Like, can't say fuck money, you feel me? But don't just focus on them clubs, you feel me? Like, you gotta get them hard tickets too, you feel me? Like, it's a totally different fan base too, because like, your fans that are gonna go to a, a real yeah. show, you're gonna get the 17, 18 year olds. That's different. The like, club you know, is gonna be the 30 year olds, the 25 year olds, the, the more grown ass people who go there to just, sort of show off they got yeah, money and shit yeah yeah get a designer fit pull up to nigga at them venue show niggas gonna be a 16 year old nigga in that motherfucker with a snapback on t-shirt mm. nigga that you just wore yesterday nigga with some motherfucking 
uh, uh, bands on. In the mosh pit. In the mosh pit. You feel me? I'm teasing. <laughs> you got a mosh in at your shows? Ain't gonna lie, at the festival. I yeah, love yeah. the festivals. The festivals, they got a mosh. At the festivals, I love that shit. Definitely. Yeah. But um, at my personal shows, nah, not not right now, but I want to though. Mm, I mean, you might have to make some uh X Tacion style like yeah. crazy ass songs. Mm-hmm. You might have to get that, that going. I gotta switch on my style one time. Yeah. Do you do you feel like that though? Do you feel like you, you take a lot of risks musically or do you feel like you just sort of go with the flow when you hear these beats? I just go with the flow when I hear the beats for real. I critique my shit sometimes because I don't wanna sound like mm. I don't want everything to sound the same. Mm. You feel me? But I be I be trying to like I really be trying to step outside the box sometimes. Definitely. I saw um you had this new video that was uh, like a rest in peace song for your friend Tato. Yeah. Can you tell us uh w- how he passed and and sort of what he meant to you? Like goddamn, he had got shot. You feel me? That was, that was like my little brother. You feel me? Like you know what I'm saying? Let like, Tate. Like they would they would they would nigga like. For the people who don't know Lil Tay, you feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Lil Bro is a real soldier, you feel me? Like, his brother had got killed in front of him, and he got hit in the head, you feel me? Lil Tay had got hit in the head, got hit in the foot, you feel me? And in the hand, you feel me? And survived, you feel me? Uh-huh. Boom, his brother died. His older brother, Wee Wee, you feel me? So, goddamn, that was my dog, too, you feel me? So, goddamn. Then, like, two years later, you feel me? He gets shot again, you feel me? I almost died. He in a coma for, like, two days, you feel me? Oh, fuck. Oh, jeez. Come back, he shake back. Shake all the way back, you feel me? He was just at my album release, you feel me? Uh-huh. So, goddamn, you feel me? I, I wake up, you feel me? I wake up, like, shit, a couple weeks later, you feel me? I just wake up to uh to the missus on Instagram, like, like goddamn. You heard about Lil Tay? I seen, I seen, uh, I just opened that hole. I ain't, I ain't even asked what happened, you feel me? Like, I ain't asked what happened yet, you feel me? I, I got down. I called Ken, you feel me? I called Lil Tay, he ain't answer. You feel me? I'm like, damn. For my calling again, he ain't answer, you feel me? Not, not my heart rate, I'm like, damn, what the fuck mm-hmm. going on, you feel me? So, got down. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, damn. I forgot who the fuck. Oh yeah, I, that's one of, that what made me mess up back. You feel me? So I'm like, goddamn, what happened? Let's tell you, feel me? See, like he got shot. You feel me? Then she missed again. Like he died. You feel me? I'm like, hell nah, I ain't believe it at first. You feel me? Goddamn, goddamn, I ain't believe it at first. But that shit, that shit had hit at the funeral though. You feel me? That's awful. Uh, is that that's one of your closest people that you've that you've lost? Yeah, yeah. That my little nigga, man. Damn, that's super sad. Is um, that right up? Oh, you got him as the background? Yeah, yeah. He got my chain on right there. Oh, goddamn. That's Hold super on. sad. I oh. got that little nigga name on my wall. Hold on, I'm finna show you. Hold on. I got that little nigga name on my wall in the house, you feel me? This before he died, though, you feel me? He took a picture back. His favorite color blue. I got his name in blue right there. You feel me? That's dope. Damn, you, you just let your friends do graffiti in your house? No, hell no, I, I paid a nigga to do that shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Damn, rest in peace, though. I mean, like, when you were making that song for him and shit, though, like, did it feel like a lot of pressure or responsibility that you want to sort of make a song that could really be the anthem? No, I had already had a song. Oh, really? Yeah, I, had, I, I already had a song. I ain't even want to make the song just because of that reason, you feel me? Uh-huh. I couldn't make a song, you feel me? Like, real talk, I couldn't, like, 
I couldn't get myself to make a song. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, you never, you never really like have been a person that that really used any kind of like beef or drama to like promote the music for the most part, huh? Man, hell no. Nah, you don't really put it in the lyrics and shit. It's very. Oh, nah, man, these niggas be trolling. I, I, I don't, I ain't finna be trolling nobody. Cause I be on that shit, and 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 I don't wanna go to jail, bro. Mm. Yeah. I don't feel like jail for no man. You feel me? Like that shit for animals. And shit. I don't even feel like no animals should be in jail. I fuck with animals. You feel me? Right. And that shit ain't for no man. I don't even know who made that shit. Who made that shit a bitch? Yeah, it's kind of crazy when I watch jail shows. I'm like, I can't believe this shit still exists. Yeah, man. Like, doesn't it feel like it should be a lot different? Like, the world has changed a lot, but prison has pretty much stayed the same. I'm good, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, I ain't, I don't, I, don't, I ain't doing no rap even. I ain't even. I got a lot of different shit going on. I got, I got other shit going on, bro. I just want to make music. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, your manager was saying before that he thinks you've never really been one to use drama for your content because yeah, you've always been having cases hanging over your yeah, head or being bro. on probation. Yeah, I've been, I've real been shit. fighting cases and shit like, been fighting cases and been on probation, kids and cases, been, and then on probation, I've been on the run and shit like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I ran from, I ran from my POs and shit. I ran from every PO I had. Every PO I ever had, I ran from. Wow, really? You feel me? Jesus. Goddamn. Uh, like, shit, man, I'm not gonna be beefing with you niggas and have you niggas ain't seen what I seen. Like, you feel me? Mm. Your childhood was not like mine, you feel me? Like, mm. That's honestly a good lesson for a lot of kids out there because I feel like a lot of kids now look at all the popping gangster rappers and they're like, oh, I gotta smoke on somebody's dead homie. I gotta have all this crazy ass shit in my lyrics and stuff. I ain't gonna smoke on a nigga dead homie unless I smoke. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. Now, if I smoke, I'm not gonna smoke on him. Or my brother smoked them, cause that's my brother. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But I ain't gonna put it in the song. You feel me? That's like some me and my brother type shit. We, uh, uh, you feel me? Cause jail real. You feel me? I don't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't gonna lie. I be listening to some of that shit though. Mm-hmm. I be fucking with that shit though. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I be fucking with it, but then I'll be like not telling anybody that I'm fucking with it. I, I ain't shit. I tell a nigga I fuck with it. Shit, I listen to what the fuck I want to listen to. I'll tell you him I me? fuck with it, but there's a lot of songs that I would never put it on my story. I would never sing it, cause I don't want to be like. Making fun of some fucking kid that got killed in this whole gang shit or whatever, yeah, you that know. That real, that real, that yeah. real. But I listen to what the fuck I want to listen to though. Mm. And but I ain't finna, I ain't finna put that shit in my in my songs though. I ain't finna put no, no I ain't finna put. Cause nigga rap, I ain't gonna lie, nigga rap about. I ain't gonna lie, nigga rap about my people. I'ma be ready to throw everything away. You feel me? So I ain't even finna take it to that level. Mm. Just like I ain't finna play with no nigga mama. You feel me? Mm. Cause I know you play with my mama. I'ma say fuck. Everything you feel me like fuck everything that's going on. You play with my mom, you feel me? So, um. Yeah, that would be really, really hard to to have. like some of the shit that you seen rappers do to disrespect each other over the years when you really I think about it. I don't even get to play on two niggas like that. Yeah. Like and then yeah, I doing this shit trying to sell records and shit. I don't know if I'm doing shit. Like yeah. most like most like most songs doing. I ain't gonna say all long because some of them niggas mean that shit. You feel me? <laughs> I know that for a fact, you feel me? Like some of them niggas mean that shit. All right. But uh, a good majority of them niggas, a good amount of them niggas doing that shit to sell records, like. Right. Uh, that shit, like, season nine, bitch, uh, he's doing mm. that shit to sell records and shit. Yeah, and I mean, you're right for sure that, like, you know, if you if if your side was responsible for somebody dying, it's one thing for you to rap about it. It's it, another thing for you to just be talking about some shit that has nothing to do with you. That shit, when I see that, I immediately lose a lot of respect for that person. 
Yeah, that's another reason why I'm not gonna be all on Instagram screaming the lyrics to the like. You know what I'm, I'm not gonna be doing that shit. Like, you know I mean, you've had big successes with records, so it's like, you know, th- there's only a certain level that if you make a diss on, there's only a certain level that it can get to, which yeah. is sometimes kind of big. You know, who I smoke, yeah. we've seen that. Like, oh fuck, that's actually a huge song. But for the most part, if you're making like a drill record, dissing somebody, whatever, it, it, you could get a million, get a couple million views. But you're somebody who you've seen 30, 40, 50, 100 million plays slash views on your shit. So it's like that that's something much different to aspire to, knowing that all you have to do is make a really, really good song and you can make a stupid amount of money and, and be able to tour off that shit and all that stuff. That's a lot more appealing than yeah. just making these murder anthems, you know? But some niggas like murder, though. I ain't gonna lie to them. I like this shit, bro. <laughs> oh God, bro, but it ain't even just no, on no bad, on no bad shit though. Like, yeah. all right, it like, I don't know, bro. I don't know, but it ain't just that though. I like it. Just, I like the music. Like you mean, I like the music. Like, but you know what? Part of it is is that if if I listen to a song and somebody's rapping about being a good rapper or driving down the street and having a gun, whatever, it's easy to not pay attention. If I'm I, some of these songs that I listen to, where I can tell that they're talking about real shit, is like I'm literally listening to every word because oh, I'm God. really trying to figure out exactly what the fuck he's talking about yeah, and who did this and what you know. So it's it's easy to understand why the fans are so attracted to shit that is super violent and super toxic, et cetera. Oh, you God. Know? oh good, though. Like I be trying to like I be trying to figure out. I be doing my research. I ain't gonna lie. I be trying to figure out what the fuck a nigga talk about. Yeah, man. Right. Like, and then I be knowing niggas from everywhere. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? So I be asking. I be, you know what I'm saying? Right. And then so, that's how I be knowing. Like, a lot of these niggas that be trying to see a record. Like, they ain't got niggas be having imaginary ops. Mm. Imagine, I forgot who the fuck said that shit, but somebody said the real shit ever. Niggas be having imaginary ops, imaginary dead uh, bodies, imaginary dead homies. Niggas down there be making up names. Real talk, bro. Hmm. Believe it or not, niggas be making up dead homie names. That's crazy. It's like it's Real like talk. it's considered so cool to have a bunch of dead homies that people will actually lie to. Nigga on cram, on cram, nigga on cram. Who the fuck is cram? Nigga ain't gonna do <laughs> I was thinking that too. I'm like, who's cram? I'm good. For sure. Um, so in terms of your legal situation. Has anything changed? You got any kind of updates in terms of everything, or are you still just waiting for your damn court? I'm just waiting for my damn court, for real. Like, all the updates I've been getting, been good. Like, they permitted me to travel and shit. Like, mm-hmm. at first, they didn't want me to travel. Like, you know what I'm saying? I could only move around Atlanta for, like, business purposes and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm on 24-hour or anchor month. Right. You know what I'm saying? No curfew or nothing, 24 hours. You feel so you can go wherever you just have to have the ankle monitor on and tell them where you are. No, it's a twenty-four hour inside. Oh, in the house all day. Uh, day. Okay. So uh, like, but now they permitted me to travel, so now I can go out of town. You feel me? I just gotta tell them like, like they got your address. Like the court in Atlanta got your address. I ain't gonna lie to you. Well, if they give it out to anyone, we're gonna be pulling up on them. <laughs> Real talk. I had to tell them though. You feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? I gotta tell them where I'm going. Yeah. For sure, um, I got to send it back. I got I got to send it to them, and then they got to send. They, they got to approve it. You feel mm, me? Definitely. Like, wh- what do you? 
like I noticed when I was just looking at your Instagram story earlier, I'm like, oh man, this dude is wilding. Like you, you really were like out here in all these cars with your homies, just driving around yeah, all crazy, yeah. burning donuts, all this shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, is that just a hobby or like that's what you like to do when you come out to LA? That just like I be wanting to have fun and shit. Like I, I remember when I was little, I used to see the fast cars and shit drive by. We used to play, we used to play uh, key lock, you feel me, and bingo, we used to play bingo and shit. Like, mm. when you see the raw ass cars, we say bingo first, uh, key lock, that's your car, you feel mm. me, like, you know what I'm saying, whenever you see it, yeah, that's my car, yeah, I remember when I, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Oh, okay, we used to just, I love cars, like, you feel me, cars, man, and guns, like, you feel me, mm. but I don't fuck with guns no more, you feel me, like, I had to put that shit, I had to leave that shit alone, mm. you feel me, like, I left that shit alone, like, when I started rapping and shit, like you feel me. But you used to have them in the videos and shit. And props and shit. Okay. Yeah, hey, hey, man, props and shit. You, feel me? you know the kids like that shit. You feel mm. me? You know what I'm saying? But I still, like you know, in my music, I try not to just rap about murder, murder, murder. You feel me? I tell them, like the shit that people go through in life that lead them to robbing and killing and stealing. You feel me? Mm. Or selling drugs. You feel me? And shit like that. I tell them about the struggle. I tell them about the hustle. I tell them about the pain. I tell them about the Rain, I tell them about the the backstabbing, I tell mm-hmm. them about the girl cheating, I tell them about the the mama leaving, I tell them about the daddy leaving, you feel me? I tell them about the grandma dying, I tell them about everything, you feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? I think that's why I actually listen to your music and why like I really have some of your songs on my playlist of shit that I'll listen to when I'm in the gym and shit, is cause I actually appreciate that. Whereas you know, being 37, it's like I can only listen to a motherfucker say like, "Oh, I was selling crack or whatever for so long." But then, because I heard I had rappers that I loved over the years who talked about selling drugs, but then really let you in on how guilty they felt about what they had done to their community, yeah. telling you real stories about shit that really happened to them in that world, and that to me is just so much more compelling than I got a rock in my sock or whatever the fuck. Yeah, man, like <laughs> nigga, just like man, I killed that nigga. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or I. I turned to a monster. You feel me? Or they ain't gonna tell you why they did this or why they turned to a monster. Like they ain't gonna elaborate. Like you feel mm. me? I had that. What I had to teach myself. I had to make myself. I had to make myself more vulnerable in my music. Like I can't just be like I've been through the rain. I've been through the pain. I had. I gotta tell them what that shit felt like. I gotta mm-hmm. tell them like exactly. Like I gotta pinpoint stories in my life. Like exactly what happened. Like you feel me? Put names in this shit. Like you mm-hmm. feel me? Who left? You feel me? Like. Like, who did this? Like, you feel me? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. If you look at, like, the biggest rappers and that sort of style of music, whether it's a young boy or a Kodak, the the reason why I think people really fuck with your shit is because there's pain in it. There's emotion in it. It don't just feel like you're just fucking saying something just mm-hmm. to say it. You know, it sounds yeah. like, like you know, there's there's real feelings behind it. You know? Yeah, there's real shit. Like, there's real shit that's going on. Like, you feel me? And I put it out there, I don't even put it out there hoping that they fuck with it. I put it out there and I express myself and it helped me, you feel me? Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I know it's gonna help somebody, you feel me? Just like I said, it's gonna help somebody get through it, uh, uh, not, it's gonna help somebody get through it, not go through it, or get over it, you feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Real talk, that's what I be trying to do. Respect. Yeah. Do you got any big plans uh, coming up for this year, aside from beating this case and, and all that? Shit, I'm trying to get down. I'm really trying to drop my music and step up my my performance game on stage for real. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to put together a real, like, show now. You feel me? Like, that's what I'm trying to do. Is that partially because you haven't been able to perform much over the past year? 
No, I've been performing. I ain't gonna lie. Oh yeah, you you comfortable uh, down south and yeah. all that. You got that audience down there. They don't. They never even wore a mask yeah, like, or nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I've been performing and shit like. You know what I'm saying? And now everything's starting to open back up. So now everything getting it getting back high. Well, and then like when the shit when the shit had locked down, you know my um my um my audience was bigger mm. on the West Coast. You feel me at first? So when shit had locked down, I had got down, I focused more on the South because the South was open, you feel me? So now I'm like, okay, I got to, got down, I, I critique my sound a little bit. I'm like, okay, I got to, got down, boom, I focus more down here. Mm. So now, so, and then them shows start cranking. So now I got the best of both, you feel me? Now I fulfill what I really was trying to do, you feel me? So now when this open, all the way back up, I got this now, you feel me? Like I can, mm. I can down up, I can book shows myself and, do this over here because I'm so used to doing this on the West Coast and still had these going. You feel me? Sure. No, yeah, it's definitely uh, good to see things going your way. Um, anybody you want to shout out? Any thanks? Yeah, I want to thank everybody on my team. You feel me? I want to thank 300. You feel me? Like, you know, shout out my nigga Ken. You feel me? You know, I'm a road dog. You know, we've been in this shit since day one. You feel me? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody though. That gang gang. Shout out to one B. Sure. Shout out God. Shout out to God. That's a fact. Um, yeah, I appreciate you coming through, man. I'm glad to. Because we were supposed to have this conversation like years ago. I forget, maybe 2019. I remember the label hit me up about the interview, and for some reason it didn't happen. But to be honest, I mean, your shit has uh, blown up a lot since then. So I'm, oh, I'm glad. I think it was I, good timing. I appreciate that shit, man. I ain't gonna lie. I appreciate you having me in this motherfucker, though, for real. I appreciate you uh, keeping it real with us. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, got to. That's all I know how to do, man. I'm gonna try to be something else and be me by mistake. There it is. Yeah, man. OMVPZ, No Jumper, coolest podcast on world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, subscribe. NoJumper.com if you want to support. We'll be on stream Friday listening to your music. No guns. <laughs> <laughs>